What's up, guys? I'm TJ Trepanier, and this is the Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast, where we will be discussing all aspects of racing and what it takes to get out on the track. What up, what up? Welcome to episode four of Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast. So today, what we're going to be going over is some drag racing stuff. DJ's going to be going over that right at the beginning. And then we're going to do some GLTC stuff, just kind of going over what the rules are, what the standings are, um, some of the past races, and what are upcoming, and kind of what we do to get our cars ready for those type of races. So I'm going to pass it over to DJ. What's going on, man? Oh, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Took a week off. Yeah, yeah, we did. Take a little break. Uh, TJ had to go get super fucked up on his birthday weekend, so. I'm still feeling like crap, man. I don't. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, you know, 30 now, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, you know, boy. The big 3-0, so I definitely went into it with a bang, that's for sure. Well, that's good. At least you had fun. Yeah. Um, wife said I face-planted in the hotel, so that was interesting <laughs> to wake up in here. <laughs> oh, I could totally just envision it, dude. Oh, like, dude. She, I got up, and she was just like, I'm surprised you weren't missing a tooth or something. <laughs> <laughs> was that bad? Yeah, she was like, you straight, arms at your side, face into the oh, ground. Oh, God. I was like, well, that's fucking that's awesome. At least she was there to pick you up. Yeah. Or, or leave your ass on the fucking she, floor. She just kicked me. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. So I guess we're supposed to talk about some drag racing today. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we've just been so busy at our shop, and we kind of chucked our motor. So we haven't been really in the drag scene too much, but we'll just talk about it a little bit just because drag racing is awesome. Yeah. We love it. So, yep. I mean, basically, I don't know. For anyone out there that does do drag racing or wants to do it, there's always something you can kind of like – follow or you know a class that you can try to shoot for um a lot of the big classes like you know basic stuff like all motor there's sport front wheel drive um all wheel drive now that's getting kind of crazy yeah um but there's also like just you know your regular testing tunes and like quick 16 stuff that you know you get at the local events so you know there's tons of shit to do those all-wheel drive classes are getting crazy now how fast those cars are fucking getting yeah i mean so from what i've seen so far um so one of the fastest all-wheel drive cars has gone 740. really i didn't know it was that low yeah holy shit they're going crazy with those things yeah and most of them aren't like it's still pretty much kind of stock rear axles and stuff on them aren't there or is it i think on the stock stuff is a little slower uh, Boosty would know better than me on that, but I know that like the fast guys, they're using all the crazy shit. All the built, yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah, all the crazy. You know, I'm sure every one of the cars that's actually going fast is on a PPG. Oh yeah, yeah. I meant more of like the um the, like rear, the rear diff and all that crap. I know that Boosty and them, they kind of rocked the stock stuff for a while. I'm sure they went pretty fast on it too. So, I think Boosty's actually gone like either eight six or eight four. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I'm sure Jonna correct me if i'm wrong but we'll just say eight four give him the benefit of the doubt that's still fucking fast <laughs> yeah we'll get him on the show at one point so that he yeah. can go through everything that he oh, excuse me that he's doing the all-wheel drive cars have been pretty popular too even here at the shop mm-hmm. a lot of people are asking about it so i wonder if people are going to be getting that more into a road course atmosphere as well too yeah that's kind of that's what i've been waiting to see if that's going to happen so that was actually my plans for the ek yeah before i changed my mind every 10 minutes but i was gonna do <laughs> Uh, all-wheel drive but um there's a guy named luigi that's sponsored by k-tune that his okay. um civic is all-wheel drive oh really integra i don't remember if it was civic or integra but they have it all-wheel drive but i think they might be in canada so they may be still covid banned or whatever however mm-hmm. that's rolling so maybe that's why i haven't seen anything down but yeah i know yeah. that it was kind of something they were going to try mm-hmm. but so yeah the all-wheel drive 
Hondas in the drag scene is crazy. You know, yeah. it's it's good. There's a lot of events out there now for those guys, just not locally here too no. much. No, I haven't really seen anything. Well, it, like you said, it might have a little bit to do with COVID too, yeah. and so maybe now that. Well, hopefully things start oh, keep opening up a little bit more, and we'll see a little bit more events going into it, and see exactly what's going on around this area. Yeah, that'd be nice. Cause I mean, when I went to H Day, or back then it was called Honda Day, but they had changed the name to H Day. Hmm. Dude, it was awesome. It was me and a couple buddies. Yeah. Uh, and my wife, we went out to H Day for the weekend. We drove, uh, just piled in my SI. Drove How long of a way. drive is that? I think it took us like 17 hours. Oh fuck. To, but you know, it wasn't like just straight. Like we were stopping here and there and shit. But it was yeah, switching it, off and stuff. It was long and in my SI, and there was four of us in it, and it was you know. No wonder you get that sweaty ball smell in there. Yeah, that, that <laughs> thing she's going in for a tune-up. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we drove all the way out there. But dude, it was awesome. Like, yeah, you get a chance to win a card from showing up. Really, was, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh yeah, they give a, every ticket holder has a chance to win one of the H day cars for that. That's yeah, when you cool. buy in the gate, which is cool, you know. You, they narrow those? it down to like ten. You know, they give everyone tickets, but then they narrow it down to ten people. Those ten people get keys, and, and it's then whichever key works, whatever key starts the car. So it's like the anticipation. I mean, it could be the first guy, it could be you know whatever. I'd be shit my pants if they gave me a key uh, and I had to wait all the way till the end. And like, then you turn it in, it doesn't it, start. Yeah, like, God damn it. <laughs> you ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. The event's just awesome, and then there's like the car show stuff. I mean, if you're into that, <clears throat> it's pretty cool. But. I'm not really too into the car show stuff, but there's just like people blaring music and stuff. Yeah. But the drag racing is kind of why we wanted to go because mm-hmm. we don't get to see them professional yeah. level stuff. You know, I when we went, it was probably like ten years ago, but you know, Still. back then we didn't really get to see that. I didn't have my drag car. We didn't have you know, we just had our typical street stuff. Yeah, but to not be able to see that, you know, kind of sucks. So going out there and seeing it, it's like holy shit, these guys are on a whole other level. Yeah, like the well, East Coast and well. Both the coast, the east and the west coast. The east coast is more, but um, well, those guys can race pretty much whenever. Yeah, and it's better want. like out in Maryland and stuff. The um, the sea level that really affects oh, know, yeah. drag cars. So when you get to that level of power, every little mm-hmm. bit helps. Yeah, so yeah. That's how much? Why, how much do those tickets usually cost to get in for those? It was actually cheap. I think it was like thirty-five bucks. Oh, that's it wasn't, not bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I is mean, it, to race is like one hundred fifty, but that's still not too bad for racing. No, is it thirty-five bucks for like? Because it's like a weekend event, obviously. Yeah, but you don't camp there. Okay. So, like, you only camp there if you're a racer. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't camp there. We got a hotel. But it was still cool to see. And then, you know, seeing all the super fast drag cars kind of gets you, like, motivated. And they have all the classes there. So, Sport Front Wheel Drive, um, Outlaw, uh, Turbo, that all-motor. You know, now they have the all-wheel drive and the Outlaw all-motor, which is, you know, mm-hmm. another crazy class that's up and coming. So. Yeah. Those all-motor cars are fucking flying now yeah, dude, dude eights and nines and so shit. Like, the record as far as what i can tell that's up to date the all motor record is like an 864 Jesus. or 861 but that's the outlaw so like those guys are running like straight nitro like, oh really well yeah that makes sense then. yeah so there is no fuel regulations on that on the outlaw class you would it it's run what you brung okay so that's why they're I mean, it's still crazy you gotta think a four-cylinder all putting motor. out you know yeah. Over 700 horsepower all motor, like that's just ridiculous. Doesn't even to make think sense. Like, and then we're happy with like 230 or right. something like that. Let me turn mine down. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so that all motor guys, the outlaw motor guys are going crazy. Even the regular all motor class where they're regulated by fuel. Mm-hmm. I don't know what fuel they run. I think it's M1. Yeah, that um, sounds M1 or M5 right. or something like that. So they're on some class legal fuel, mm-hmm. and they're still going either 890s, like 
just, silly fast for a four-cylinder Honda. Just so. anything in like low nines to high eights for an all-motor car is ridiculous that, to me. I was shooting for a high nine in my <laughs> turbo V-series exactly, and yeah. couldn't get anything. So Yeah, I feel you there too. And even the sport front-wheel drive, the sport front-wheel drive turbo class, that was my favorite class to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like the Outlaw stuff is cool, but they're so like out of reach, yeah. I guess you would say. Because like, dude, that, I mean, to build one of those cars is... Thousands and hundreds, thousands of, hundreds and thousands. of thousands. Ridiculous. Tony Paulo from uh, T1 Racing did a him and I think it was him and also Reed from KS Tune. They kind of did like a what it costs to build, and they were talking like over two hundred grand for a Jesus. Know, even just a sport front wheel drive car. They broke down in the, into the seventy thousand dollars. So you got to think like you know sport front wheel drive, and then go to the next level, which is the Outlaw. Was that a YouTube? They they did like I a YouTube it, thing on I it, and also it like they did it on his podcast and stuff too. Oh, so. Okay. But and they did like a write up, yeah, which is still out there that says you know planet spending seventy. But then you gotta think that's not even for the car. Yeah, that's just for everything that goes the into build the car, into it. You know, so you get a nice chassis for you know five six grand. So then you're you know coming into the eighty thousand dollar range just for a sport front wheel drive car, and then yeah. all the consumables and all that shit. So. And then good luck getting everything if you're trying to do it at this point. To be honest with you, oh, like yeah. everything's a shit show right now. Yeah. COVID's back ordered. So <laughs> yeah, back ordered everything. <laughs> but the the sport front wheel drive class, like I said, they're going seven eighths. So 788 at 197 Jesus. is the sport wheel drive record right now that I found. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, can you imagine going, you know, almost 200 miles an hour in that little like tin a, box in a 72 millimeter turbo? That's what's yeah. cool because it's regulated. Oh, so it's regulated to 72 mil is the biggest turbo you can okay use in that yeah. class because it's a sport, obviously. Right. Yeah. That's why the, that's what keeps it in that class. Like the outlaws, they can do whatever the hell they want, kind of whatever they want. But the sport wheel drive, because that's why I liked it. So that's kind of what we. Had originally intended on building our drag car for mm-hmm. was sport front wheel drive, but then um, local events here IFO they had a 62 millimeter turbo class. That's why we went with the such a small turbo. Stuck with that. Yeah, yeah. we kind of just tailored it to that. We were eventually going to go to the 72, just never ended up going that route. Well, then you chucked a rod. So well, yeah, you know that'll that'll happen. That slows that down. So a little bit. <laughs> I mean, because Speed Factor in their outlaw car, I think, has went seven. 7.4 at 2.15. That's fucking flying in those cars, man. Yeah. Like, then, yeah. Unfortunately, they crashed that car, so it's done. I did but, see that. Um, that's that still... A, 7.40 out of Civic is... It's ridiculous. It's awesome. Yeah. B-Series. B-Series, baby. <laughs> they did. That definitely made it work. It's close close to my heart. I love a B-Series. Yeah. I mean, but for as far as drag racing goes, like the... It always gives you something, like, for, like, a list. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you something to shoot for. Like, for us, we want to be the fastest DA Integra. That's our, our goal. Yeah. And we want to do it on a 62 mil turbo, which realistically is probably not going to happen. I don't yeah. even think. I don't think I can get as fast as these guys because the fastest one on the DA list has went 8.6. Really? And. Um, do you know what turbo size that was? I'm pretty sure he was on a 72 because from what I know is he took the swap or kind of copied the swap from their sport front wheel drive EG. Yeah. And just put it in that chassis, went out there knocked out a, the number and then basically just said okay i'm done and then they sold the car they oh, really? took the motor back out and sold the car so it's like they kind of oh. just hopped in on the list um but then um the guy that kind of inspired me and my brother to build our da robert mm-hmm. i think he took the record back by like a tenth like 861 or something like that but he hasn't really boasted about it so i haven't i can't confirm. too much i can't confirm that he actually is the fastest but i think he is yeah but that puts us third on the list that's, so that's still nice. cool. I mean, yeah, we were I second. Mean, we were second for a while, so it was cool. Like, hey, yeah. we're number two on the top ten list out in the world of a car. Yeah. Not that it, you know, it's kind of, it's 
kind of lame to be like, oh, DA Integra fastest, you know. But mm-hmm. like, there's guys out there. Oh, I'm the fastest, you know, Civic with purple wheels and yeah. all season tires. And it's like, dude, okay. Yeah. At one point, you got to stop breaking down the list and just just what's the fastest. Yeah, just what's yeah. the fastest. But mm-hmm. as far as like a chassis goes, I feel like that's a little bit of a you know something to kind of go for because yeah. no one really modifies the car that we do no there's very few of us that modify that chassis of integra you don't really see too many of them out there it's all the eks and egs and everything at this point now yeah because the days of pain in the ass to do anything with <laughs> <laughs> to k-swap to, yeah. to begin with you know 10 years ago or 15 years ago however long ago i did it yeah you guys did that a long time ago yeah 2009 whenever that was <laughs> That many years ago, my I just turned thirty. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Your weekend is a blur now. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know if I'm here right now. But hopefully, I mean, like I said, with COVID, kind of killed the Honda Day. From what I can mm-hmm. tell, like Facebook isn't really promoting it much. They couldn't have too many spectators and all that shit. But hopefully, it comes back because if anyone gets a chance to go out to that event, if you like enjoy street racing or you know Honda racing in general, yeah, that's kind of like the go-to for that mm-hmm. crowd of people, and it's an awesome event and. It's super fun, and we kind of tried to do something like it here. Yeah. So that was that was fun. I know you got to come to one that was towards the end that was kind of meh. Yeah, but. I mean, it was fun. It was still a great time. The, we threw that K-Series together very, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think that I think that event, that the K-Series, was actually Rents's. Oh, I keep mixing that up. Yeah, I think that was his event. Yeah, that was. That was a Honda Day or... That was, no, Hump oh, Day. Was, hump no, Day. Hump Day was my event. The Rents's event, they did... Uh, we did one like it, but it was on a tuner Tuesday. Oh, well, I don't. There's so many damn events that's been yeah. going on with that crap. I don't. Know but the event that we, one. well, I should say that one six kind of started when I worked there. It was me and Mark had an idea of like, hey, let's just get everybody together. Mark always had this idea that he wanted to challenge every shop in the area to a B16 battle. <laughs> like, dude, he talked about it all the time. Um, it was like, hey, let's. This is the rules. It's a B16. Has to be all motor. That's the rules. Let's see who can do the fastest. And he was trying to challenge, like, get every other shop, like, you know, Il Garage yeah. and Boosty and, yeah. you know, Pro Function back then. And, like, he was just trying to just, just for fun. Do it. Know, we just want to have a reason to go out and race. And that never happened. But I was like, Mark, that's still a cool idea to, like, try to get other shops yeah. out. Let's just see if we can have, you know, a Honda event. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Alex, the guy that was working here, was like, yeah, let's just call it Hump Day Honda Battle. Because we wanted to do it on a uh, Wednesday. Yeah, that's what it was. We wanted to do it on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the funniest shit out of Hump Day, you know? Yeah. Like that, that was when that commercial mm-hmm. with the fucking camel came out. Hump yeah. Day! Hump Day! Yeah, everybody so, went crazy. But it's still around. Yeah. So we that's why we named it Hump Day Honda Battle. And dude, it was insane. Mm-hmm. The first one was, like, pretty packed. But the second one was just, like, holy shit. Like, I think I was at the second one. Dude, the stands were full at the drag strip. The drag strip said that they'd never seen that many people there on a weekday. And that's when Mark had that white EG hatch. That was yep. a fairly simple build that was running. What well, was it? so the second one, I think the second one he had that. Maybe the third hump day is when he had that because he was running the teal EG first. Okay. Yeah, the all motor. Yeah. Yeah. The 10 second yeah. K car. That had to have been the third one then. Yeah. So the second or third is we just did a, it was like 580 horsepower B series. But he had a dog box, but he drove it to the track from here. Yeah. I four, remember. Four that. speed. And, you know, I'm like, dude, I can't be behind you anymore. Like, He's on the freeway wow. in a PPG trans. No, because he, he didn't want to wind it out. So he's doing like 60 miles an hour. From here to GLD, I'm like, no thanks, dude. I'll meet you at the track. Dude, no fucking way. Probably. I got a tow truck and a trailer, so dude, I'll that, meet you there. That's just too slow. I can't he just, it. you know, he just wanted to do it. Drive well, the car to the track and drive, drive it home. home. He didn't have a trailer or anything, so. That is, just, say, that is saying something. If you can bring your car, run 10s, and then run back home. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the car went nine. 
Oh, yeah, that's what it would do. The car nice. went 9.6 with 500 and – I want to say it was 586 horsepower. I still couldn't believe that. Yeah, it went 9.6. I was like okay. – Was it a 62 on there or was it 58? It was – yeah, you can't really classify it like that. It was an FP green. Really? Yeah, so it's like one of the smallest turbos you can it's buy from Forest Performance. For like It's mostly a DSM turbo. That's what I thought. Yeah, so it was crazy, <laughs> but it was fun. The, anyways, the event was cool because it gave like a – you know, an index class for pretty much any. Yeah. I feel like index class racing for drag racing is simple because, like, hey, I don't have any rules. I just can't go. I have this to go fast. in this time slot. Like, a 950 class, I can't go faster than 950. You can go 10 mm-hmm. and you could still win at a 10 if the guy next to you fucks up or 949 you know, yeah. goes, yeah, too fast or breaks or whatever. So, yeah. It was cool. We did a 10 index class. We did a, eventually it was a 10 an 1150, a 1250, and then, like, for the SIs and, like, the RSXs that are more stock, like, the 15-second class. Mm-hmm. But then we did just an open all-motor and an open turbo, so yeah, run what you brung. No and class. that was awesome. Because, like, I did that class. Dude, people the, were there all night watching that because oh, yeah. it, it went on for to, like, it was closing the doors and everything. Yeah. You like, can go right. on YouTube and just walk, type in Humpty Honda Battle, and someone made a pretty cool video of it, and it's like, dude, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, super good event that we hope to bring back someday. It's just... We've just been so busy with the shop. It's hard to... Got to get everything going one step at a time. Yeah. I mean, then, like, we try to focus on, like... Like, this year we're focusing a lot on, you know, road course and GLTC and circle track. Maybe next year with the motor doing better, maybe we'll be able to focus more on drag racing. Yeah. Um, I love drag racing. It's great. It's fun. But road course racing is just... Yeah, but, dude, you just don't... You don't have that level of car. No. You, You don't know what it's like to... You're right. Grip the wheel of a fucking thousand horsepower K series and have to go down. Like yeah, the rush is crazy, but it's stressful to get to that level. And once you get to that level, for me, it's different. I can I can have that car and then not care about it if it makes it home or not. Mm-hmm. But for someone like you, where you only have one or two cars, yeah. If you break your drag car, you're kind of fucked. It's you don't get to do anything fun. You know, for I mean? the rest of the year usually. Right. For yeah. me, if I break the drag car, it sucks. It's terrible. It's a lot of money, but it's... Go grab Grimace or something. I go grab... Like well, or just go road course racing or circle track. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have other cars to, mm-hmm. to do it with, so it's not as big of a deal. Yeah. So. I think I might drag race the circle track car. It's just, just throw it out there. It. I mean, <laughs> hey, that's a do-it-all car. <laughs> yeah. For the GLTC that's coming up, I was like, hmm, maybe I should bring that as my backup car in case fucking Bumblebee takes a dump. I mean, it's very reliable it's ready to go <laughs> it's, it's it is it's probably got a lot of dirt in it from wilmot yeah and suspension probably would need to be switched up a little yeah, bit i'm too lazy for that shit <laughs> no but that car ain't gonna do nothing the mustang yeah. mustang's I mean, gonna be good it's been it's been proven for a while but hopefully i can get some other shops on board to do a drag event that would be nice to start trying to get that i mean we're coming into more of the end of the season now but start planning something yeah. throughout the winter and then see how COVID goes this winter. And then, you know, as the doors start opening up in 2022, we're going to figure something out. I mean, I just seen what it did for the local scene. Like, I saw the kids coming in like, oh, I'm trying to get ready for Honda Battle. It was awesome. Well, people were all over on Facebook and Instagram posting all types of shit. Like, oh, yeah, here it goes. One more week, one more week, got to get going. Right. It just, yeah, it gave someone the locals to get to. It just sucks that, you know, I'm not talking bad about the track or anything, but, like, we were doing it on a Wednesday. And then the owner of the track was like, "Ah, oh, ladies can't get in free anymore. We're like, yeah. but Wednesdays, ladies' nights, you get them in for free. Oh, not on your event because it's whatever their excuse was. I just didn't think that was right. Yeah. Like, 
Well, they need to keep what they said that they were going to do in the first place. I mean, we, that's the reason we did it on a Wednesday, because a lot of these drag racers, like, they have, you know, a wife or a girlfriend and kids or whatever. And yeah. To go to the track, you know, you want your f- friends and family to come. So if it's one less expense to go it on a Wednesday when easier. the women can get in for free. Yeah. And uh, Well, it's it's you're already paying the race you're paying for everything that you've already set up into it's not only just racing but you're there eating like right. most of the people are it's drinking or something yeah. like it's it's a revenue that they're getting and because like and that's that's why mark kind of like just is like yeah the track just being too hard to to like continue doing this event that's kind of why that's the real reason that home day stopped um, as far as as i can recall from working at one six yeah. that and we got really busy with other shit but if I bring the event back, hopefully, you know, I'm sure I can talk to Freddie, and I'm sure we can make something happen. He always says, "Hey, you want to bring something to JLD? Just let me know. Let's we'll make it happen." So I think they're opened up a little bit more now. Yeah, it feel, seems feels like, like it. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it's they're a little bit more open to everything as we keep going. Yeah, especially with the drifting that's been going on over there. It's that's been, I haven't been to any of those events. I really want to go to one of those. It seems like it's the, sweet. Dude, I mean, you just go out there on a Tuesday. No, yeah. sorry, just go out there on a Tuesday and watch it the new people drift and learn and it's they, fun they do it every tuesday every tuesday and saturday tuesday friday and saturday i believe nice so, yeah they have like 60 something days on the schedule or something you can go drift oh that's cool i didn't know that yeah i'll have to stop drinking so much so i can start going a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> i mean my fridge here has more bud light in it than water so yeah well it it's water for somebody it tastes like water I'm, that's from what i've heard i don't dude i've I don't want to get that. <laughs> this weekend was really rough. <laughs> Maybe you won't be drinking them anymore. I'm having one right now. Right. I feel like I have to just kind of get put back power right through it. <laughs> I remember I woke up. We're getting off topic, but I woke up this morning. And I remember just staring at my ceiling, like, "What? Why am I doing this to myself?" It's it was a week, it's dude. Been it's a Thursday, week. bro. It's been a week. It's Thursday. You were home no, on Monday. I, I I was home on I was home Sunday. Yeah, okay. I don't even remember. So <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, so you've been you've been good for three days. I haven't been good for three days. <laughs> you continued the party? <laughs> I just can't, I can't stop. <laughs> I have a problem. Oh, man. All right. Um, let's, let's get into some GLTC news. Yeah, so we're going to jump into the GLTC. So if anybody doesn't really know what that means, it's Grid Life Touring Cup. So basically what this is, it was a bunch of racers from a – bunch of different backgrounds kind of came together and got together and made this this race happen um basically what it is it's a time attack style uh rule set um there is about 25 pages of rules that go into getting your car set and what you have to do to kind of go through everything and get it qualified and sanctioned for everything it's easy but it's long it's, you just have to read the rules it is easy to build the car yeah it's just long it's really they have everything pinned out very well and everything's yeah. easy to read and follow through um all i usually do for anybody that wants to go on and look at it i just do gltc racing and google and it pops right up it's always the first one that pops up you can click onto there and you can go through standings rules um next races all that type of stuff but well i'm just gonna run through just kind of some information uh dj's actually built the car for it so if he thinks of anything else as i'm doing it obviously he'll just jump in but they literally go over everything that you need from car prep uh, to competition weight to horsepower. Um, goes over what happens if people try to flatten their uh, power bands and stuff like that. Um, tire selections, which are approved, which are not approved. Uh, which vehicles are eligible, which basically it's any mass-produced car with a VIN tag that is intended for street use. 
um, what type of body work you can have, the drivetrain, and just about everything that you need to know to kind of get the car set up if that's what you're looking to do. So if you are thinking about possibly getting into some type of GLTC racing, if you have done road course racing in the past and have been doing it for years and just have never really made it out to any of these ones by us, definitely recommend going on to GLTC racing and just looking through the rule book and seeing maybe your car's already kind of set up for that. Maybe it's something you're interested into because when we went and watched it, it is insane. And we will get into that a little bit later into the podcast. I just want to keep going through some of the standings and kind of how these points work. So as we start working into how the points work, basically what it does is any driver that comes in 19th place or better will get a point. So I'm just gonna run through it real quick. So first is 25 points, second is 21 points, third is 18, fourth, 16, fifth, 15th. And then, you know, as it goes, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, all the way down to 19th place. So just about, uh, there's a, a lot of positions where you can get points into it if you can get up into that pack. But you gotta remember, there is 50, 60 fucking drivers on one track at a time, and it's it's wheel to wheel, so it's pretty crazy. It's insane. It's and even watching it so i wouldn't even imagine being on the track just sitting up and watching it it's, it's fucking awesome. insane it's awesome like and anyone should watch the live stream too because they yeah i mean i'm sure it costs grid life a lot of money to have that live stream mm-hmm. um hopefully it kind of pays out for them with the people watching it but dude it's it's just as fun watching the live stream they do I mean, it's not as fun as being there but like they do an awesome job they do live a great job it's, it's it. awesome like, yeah i love watching it even mm-hmm. after i race it i go home and just watch the live stream because like Let's be honest. I don't know what the hell the front did because I wasn't even close. No. So I go back and watch yeah. the live stream and because the, they, they usually follow like the top eighteen mm-hmm. and generally in, in you know, the points people that are in the points yeah. usually. I mean, if you're having a good battle at the back, you know they'll go and they'll, they'll, few, they'll film it. But yeah, I've know. seen a few where they kind of section back into the back where there's like right. a uh, like when you guys kind of got pushed. Like some people were in the back area and yeah. they were kind of having a good battle back there. They were like, oh, if you're looking, uh, blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh, back, back in the end, yeah, fifty ninth place. Anyways, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good to watch your live stream. It's yeah. super awesome. Yeah, so definitely, if you guys are, again, interested in getting into it, definitely watch live stream first. Yeah, you can see. follow it on Grid Life's YouTube. Yeah, just go on there and figure it out. Um, so just going through some of the places that they've been, they've been to about six or seven different places right now. So um, NOLS Motorsports in Louisiana, um, Circle of America's in Austin, Texas, NCM Motor Park, Motorsports Park in Kentucky, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Obviously, Gingerman Raceway in South Haven, Wisconsin. Um, Autobahn Country Club in Joliet, Illinois. Um, we were actually at both of those. They were great, except for Autobahn rained. And yeah, that's that right. was interesting to race in with no windows. So <laughs> <laughs> so and when you're sitting on pit, oh, man. I wish they we shut had it the, down at pit. Oh, I wish we had the GoPro of TJ sitting in his car just getting absolutely soaked. I have a video. Zero windows. I have a video of it. That should be our first YouTube it's, video. It's actually, and it's just me looking at the camera going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I told I told Todd that we wanted to make a YouTube video, and he's going to try and make an intro from us with his drone, but we should okay. we should throw that clip in there. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's pretty funny because it's just my face. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just getting soaked. Yeah, dude. And that has no ceiling any, or seals anywhere, so it's just... Yeah, yeah, no, the car is empty. It, it was fun. <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs> Anywho. And then um, the last place that they've raced at so far is Pikes Peak International Raceway in Colorado Springs, which I have heard that place is fucking crazy. I heard that that's a jam. because that's So that's a festival event. So yes. Grid Life Series, they only have two festival events per year usually. Mm-hmm. Um, in past years prior to going to the Colorado one, they were doing Road Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it was called Grid Life South. Um, 
so you know obviously they have their Midwest Fest, which is at Gingerman Raceway in yeah. Michigan, and they bring like you know all the big. It brings all the big people out. All big guys. And, like, yeah. You know they had tons of like big artists at that one too, mm-hmm. but like you know Road Atlanta. Um, me and my wife went down there and watched, you know, that whole thing, and then it was ludicrous at night, and that's a pretty big show. And that's they had fun. like Waka Flocka, and they have a ton of like other EDM artists that I have no idea who they are. But this one coming up in Midwest, they have a ton of artists too. And I, I still got to buy a fucking ticket for that. Yeah, they're probably gonna sell out. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna do that this week. Dude, even my mom has tickets, so I don't know what the hell you'd be slacking on. There's I'm just being. I'm telling you, it's no. been a drunken blur for the last. Actually, night. I think I have an extra crew pass. I'll have to check on that for you. Yeah, let me know about that because then I'll just maybe I'll just keep the wife at home. <laughs> just well, you could buy her a ticket, or or we'll just leave her. Or home. if she wants to stay home this time, <laughs> it's it's guaranteed to be a shit show. Me and Andy already said we're taking our because he's got a Burrow Max now too. Mm-hmm. So he bought it for his daughter, yeah. so we're taking the electric pit bikes, and we're just gonna wait till like the shit show is going on, and we're just gonna go people watching. We're gonna cruise on Spectator Hill because you, you haven't gonna, even been to Grid Life. No, you haven't um, been to the festival at least. Yeah. It's I'm nuts. just gonna bring my longboard then, just hitch behind you guys. Oh, no, dude, because it gets a gravel over there. And towards the because okay, I'm gonna so have to bring a mountain bike or something. You know, on the backside of Gingerman, yeah, where so like from the top yeah, of the hill, start going over there. all the way to the back gets full. Well, that's how it was when we went to the first one. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that full. No. I'm gonna I'm Google this picture right now, so you continue. Oh fuck! All right, yeah. So what we're gonna do is. After those that they had, so obviously Pike Peak was the last one. Excuse me. I'm going to go through the top ten drivers as of this point. Um, obviously, there's a lot more going on, but it would just take too long to kind of run through all 60 or whatever drivers or the top 20. So if you guys, again, never wanted to see them, just go on the GLT website, and you can see exactly the point standards. Catch me at the back. Catch me at the back, bro. Um, I'll forewarn everybody. If anyone is listening that is on this list, I am very bad with last names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll correct sorry. you. I'll correct you if you're totally wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, we're going to run through it. So at f- in first place right now, Aaron Leachy and his Miata with a 278 points. Um, Jeremy Swenson with his purple Corvette at 270 points. I'll be honest with you, I'm a huge Corvette fan, so it was really nice to see a Corvette out there and how he was flying. I mean, so, he's doing it, and yeah. he's on street tires for a lot of them, and... It was dude. The thing was flying. I'm dude, he's, I'm he's a Corv- I'm a Corvette fan. I don't really know where it came from because I've only had EGs. So I it's just <laughs> whatever. But um, Eric Cutil uh, with these <laughs> Cutil Cutil. Sorry, you know, like the guy in the the guy in the last uh, live stream called him Coodle Coodle <laughs> Eric Coodle <laughs> Eric Cutil and his EG with 260 points. Um, Luke McGrew with his MX5 with 246 points. Emil Tab and his Miata with 232 points. Brian, excuse me, Hitcotter? Hitcotter? Uh, that's a hard one. Hitcotter? I, I think, think that dude he- is like with some like famous drift driver. Yeah, no, his so. his three, that's at black and yeah, it's a black 370. Hitcotter? Hitcotter. That's what it is, Hitcotter. Yeah, and it's 370Z with 224 points. Uh, Jimmy Boyson with his RSX with 205 points. Andy Smedgard with his S2000 with 189 points. Joel Morrison with his S2000 with 183 points. And Tom O'Gorman with his S2000 with 149 points. So basically, I could not be a commentary guy. Is that top 10? That's top 10. So Andy Smedegard and Tom O'Gorman are at the bottom? Right now, yes. Oh, they must have missed some shit or something. That's what I was looking at, too, because I thought Andy was in the top five. Well, I... He, I know he had a couple bad, you know, offs in some of the races, but because he's the one with that um, 
that bluish S2000, right? Well, Tom McGorman has a, the S2000, too. They're both part of the ASM team. All, I thought all three of those guys were. Yeah, a- ASM is Andy Smedegard Motorsports, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's in Wisconsin. Oh, so well, that would make more sense. I think it's, like, northern Wisconsin or something. Okay. but Or over towards Minnesota or some shit. But, yeah, those, those guys. I'm pretty sure Tom McGorman was a professional driver for honda or something like that too so it's kind of really? cool to race with him and all those guys i mean everyone oh, everyone in gldc is dude they can all wheel like Fucking flying dude. dude every one of them is a killer ass driver and even with me being towards the back even the people i'm driving with i can feel like okay you guys actually know what the fuck you're doing like, yeah like me and one guy we just sent it to the front one time because someone in the middle made a mistake mm-hmm. and do we pass like 15 or 16 cars and i was like hell yeah i'm glad it because like you know sometimes when people get scared if someone makes a mistake, they're it just like, oh, let me wait for this guy. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. But he was smart enough to, hey, let's go. This is our time to shine. Shortly after, we got passed back by all those 15 people. But, you know. <laughs> hey, I was you were there. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> we were partying. So. Yep. Um, but, like, I just went through. That's the top 10. Um, and it seems like it changes pretty much every event just because the points are very close, at least for the top, like, five, five or six people. So, I mean, it could vary in between each race as it goes or each session. So um, we'll be checking back in. We'll do another one of these type of podcasts again, just going through what's going on right at the end of the season because they only have about three more races going for the um, GLTC. And then those upcoming events that are going on right now are Heartland Motorsports Park in Topeka, Kansas. That is August 20th through the 22nd. And then, obviously, Midwest Fest at Gingerman Raceway in South Haven, Wisconsin. I mean, South Haven, Michigan, sorry, is September 9th through the 12th, which we will be attending and will be um, – DJ will actually be racing, which we'll be jumping into a little bit more information as we go for that, too. Is Andy racing in that? Is he doing time attack? Negative. All right, that's kind of what I thought. He about. wants to do – like, I mean, he requested for a ticket, but he didn't want to race JLTC because, I mean, that's it's a good big one. Like, yeah. Midwest Fest is probably going to be their biggest event. Of, I mean, it is their biggest event of the year every time. Mm-hmm. So they're well going to sell out. I mean, all GLTC spots sold out. But I think at the first one, that's not even their biggest event. There was 56 of us that yeah. raced GLTC or 58 mm-hmm. or something like that. So the competition at Midwest Fest is only going to, out of that 58, there's going to be, you know, 40 drivers that are, like, really, really good fighting mm-hmm. for good position. So. There's going to be some crazy wheel-to-wheel shit going on oh. with that, dude. If anyone doesn't go to Midwest Fest, if you're interested in racing and you don't go to Midwest Fest, then you're you fucked up. You're, you're missing out. Like, you're missing out. I mean, if you're not into the partying, uh, don't camp there. Go camp somewhere <laughs> else. If you're just into racing, just go for the day. Like, that's what my mom's doing. And She's just going for the mom, day. My mom, my brother, and uh, my stepdad and his friend, they all are just going to meet us there. Okay. But they're camping down the street at that Yogi Bear campground. Oh, this one's Thursday? F- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, wow. I thought it was, I'm going to have to go ahead and take off some work. It's the same as the first one I went to. Like, Thursday night, there's nothing. But Friday is qualifying. Racing and, and all racing that. Racing and shit, so. Okay. Saturday and, then, and Sunday. So I'm getting there Thursday night, I believe. Unless they change the schedule to Thursday qualifying, then maybe we'll have to shut the shop down earlier. But my plans right now is to get there Thursday night and then friday saturday sunday but if you're not into some crazy partying and like super loud music and crazy mm-hmm. craziness you should camp somewhere else but if you're into that shit it's gonna be a good time i'm gonna have to bring a lot of bud light oh Jesus boy <laughs> <You're> gonna- <laughs> all right uh, anyways we're getting off track here all right, anyways all right and then um the last one i believe of the scene is the season is elk Hark 
col- uh, color classic at Road America in Elkhart Jesus Elkhart Lake <laughs> Jesus I'm losing it right now Wisconsin and that's gonna be October 9th through the 10th which we are still thinking about going to as a team I think I don't know if I'm gonna be racing but I know the goofy game is talking my about wife racing. is racing for sure I'm gonna okay. buy her a ticket if I didn't I mean I didn't already because that one usually doesn't sell out <clears throat> so I usually don't you know kind of rush that one we kind of play the weather because or let's be honest road america is expensive it's 550 dollars race for the weekend yeah. and i just you know we don't want to shit off 550 dollars and we don't care that much if it rains to even go yeah because her, her car is not set up for rain and i actually need to buy some that reminds me need to buy some rain tires that me and her can kind of share because if it rains idea. my gltc car i'm fucked yeah so yeah well Let's hope for no rain. We've got a yeah. bunch of it lately. Knocking so on a plastic hope. table. Yeah. Hey, maybe Andy will let me use his car. Just oh. talk him into it. Yeah. Give him some money. <laughs> he would definitely let you use it for sure. Give him some money. No, he well, don't need money. He needs something. Um. All right, so, yeah, that's basically what's going to be coming up in the next three races that's going on with GLTC. So, again, if you guys have any questions, kind of what it entails, just go on the GLTC website. I just type in GLTC Racing on Google, and it'll pop everything up for you. You can go ahead and watch YouTube, any of those things, and just kind of go on there and get a gist of what it is. Or come out to Midwest Fest. If you can get a ticket, come on out. Spectator tickets are available. Last time I checked, which was my mom's friend bought his ticket yesterday. It's like 30 bucks, right? (laughs) I'm I'm wrong? Yeah, you're way wrong, buddy. How wrong? Like $96. Yeah, that's kind of what I said. Yeah. 30, 30, 90, <laughs> 30 90s. Shit. Ah. I mean, you could probably say it's $30 a day. That would make more sense. That's, not, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. It's, it's for the weekend. I think it was like 90 or 100 bucks or something. Whatever. Okay. That's still not that bad. Regardless, it's worth the money because yeah. there's tons of cool shit going on and you can hang out with us. Yep. So yep. that's worth it right there. Yep. So what we're going to do now is going to jump into what the prep is that we're going to be doing, at least DJ and them are going to be doing kind of for his GLTC car and um, kind of what it takes to get ready to go out to one of these, what you need to have, what you need to prep for, what could happen, and then what you need to have on hand while you're there where you're like, oh, shit, this is going to this possibly could happen. I broke this. I need to look at this. So I'm going to kind of pass it over to DJ and then just kind of go through exactly what you're going to be doing what you're thinking about well let's just introduce everybody to the mustang mustang, mustang. sorry mustang. The mustang um that's totally a joke we should probably explain it so people are like wait are you racing a mustang or an integra because <laughs> i thought you guys were honda guys <laughs> yeah, yeah anyways it is a 1994 to 98 integra i can't really tell you what year it is um i haven't looked at the title since 2000 I think we bought it in 2011. Nah, you don't need to know that information. We never titled it. Yeah. um, Because it's never been on the street. It Mm -hmm. never is a street car. It's just solely me and three of my friends. Actually, two of my friends. So three of us total. uh, My buddy Jared and Jack and me bought the car to build a circle track car. And we were going to circle track race. And then Mark at 1-6 has like, hey, you guys should come out to West Michigan and bring, you know, the circle track car you guys are building mm-hmm. so we brought it out there just kind of like what you did we brought a circle track car to a road course and then it never went to the circle track turned into that it was so the first the first event out with it i uh it was it was a fucking memory that i'll never forget mm-hmm. so we built the car um never filled it up with gas <laughs> because you know we had put in a little bit of gas to get it running get to the track 
fill it up with gas at the gas station. It's about a mile down the road. Get to the track. It's about 1130 at night. <laughs> and we're like loading the car on the trailer and the gas tank's leaking. It's like sick. <laughs> Great. How do we start this awesome. off? <laughs> our, first, our very first event. Never road course raced before. Never done any of this shit. And yeah. got a fucking leaky gas tank. And we just spent $400 <laughs> on the weekend. And no one's going to have a gas tank in stock. That's not just no. something they stock. So luckily there's a Walmart down the street. And it was open 24 hours. Drain the gas tank, full gas tank, <laughs> into a bunch of five-gallon buckets. Did you put them back in there? We did. Jesus. Um, in gas cans. My wife and my brother went to go get gas cans, like random shit to fill up. <laughs> and we needed dra- everything. <laughs> yeah, drained it out. JB welded it, let it dry overnight. In the morning, she was good to go. That JB weld does wonders. It does. I just did it on mine. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Um, anyway, so we raced it. Um, I took the car off first session no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I hopped right in the intermediate, which I shouldn't have. I should have went to beginner, but we didn't want to do with the instructor shit. I'll tell you right now, the beginner is, it's good for like your first ever time. Yeah, and that's it. It fucking sucks the rest of the time. Yeah, if you have know what you're doing. You yeah. know, it's nice if you want to learn from someone else, but yeah. you know, if you... It, the instructors and everything are cool, don't get me wrong. It's nothing hating on that. It just wasn't once I had like one thing of like, alright, this is what you need to do. Right. You just have more car control than yeah. the average person, you know? So yeah. All right. I'll get back on track. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. I took the car off for the first session, and then it was, we'd switch off Jared's turn, and then he took it out, and <laughs> he did something funny. He, he was driving with one hand. <laughs> like, you know, you, when you race car, you have two hands on the wheel, you take it off the shift, you go back on the wheel. He was driving, like, total gangster style. Trying one hand, <laughs> One hand shifting. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, it was funny. And then when he spin it out, he actually was, like, rolling the wheel <laughs> like, ro- like rolling it yeah. like that going through the grass and shit and oh man we got on gopro it was funny that and is then, awesome uh, my buddy jack ended up um going out and then he got mark from one six to ride with him which i'm sure that was mark's last time ever riding with somebody <laughs> and he well, broke the shifter going through the toilet bowl and really then, yeah he went from third to fourth on the exit and then snapped the shifter in half jesus and then tried to put it back in <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're watching it. We watched the replay of the video. He snaps it off, and then he goes and like tries to put it back in. And we're it was just funny. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, luckily Jared had bought a shifter from One Six uh, on our way down for his personal car, so we had that. Threw it in just real quick. Yeah, that was the end of that. And then so we fixed the shifter, and then it was my turn again. And then I spun out in turn two, went off track backwards. Oh, um, forgot to put the clutch in and the brake, and so it died. Well, we were going so fast that we spun backwards, jumped off the track, going backwards, smashed the oil pan, and then it it spun a rod bearing and locked up because there was no oil anymore. Oh, so I didn't I, hear that story. Yeah, yeah. So the first motor, <laughs> yeah, that was just the LS, and it blew up on the first day. So the next day, we just kind of got to hang out and watch everything and yeah. do all that. From there. Um, we ended up making it a B20 VTEC, mm-hmm. all stock. So circle track rules, you have to have stock exhaust manifold. You know, you're not supposed to have intake manifold, that, whatever. So we had a type R intake manifold. We had type R header, um, factory heat shields, B20 VTEC, full catch can setup. Um, you know, the car's got a full roll cage. It's 100% gutted. The cluster is just mounted. Yeah. There's no dash. It's just got two seats. That's the best way to do it, I feel like. Yeah, it's pretty just... It's just a race car. Yeah. Um, it has um, old-ass Coney um, coilovers on it still. 
which is not helping helping me sure. go any faster. I, and I know that, but you, you can know, definitely go faster. It's got all the basics, you know, camber kit, you know, all the yeah. shit that's not so fancy. And then the only cool thing that I think is the exhaust. It's a real Mugen twin loop. So Dude, and it it sounds so good. Oh yeah, it's the best sounding exhaust for sure. And it's it's kind of quiet, yeah, but yeah. I like it. It's no, perfect. It's, it's perfect. I love that thing. And like people don't even realize cuz the car kind of looks like a turd. Mhm. Um but it's got yeah, the real Mugen twin loop and it's got some nice things, but the motor is She's tired. I mean, we built in 2011, and it got dynoed again this year, and it made 173. Yeah. A B20 VTEC should make way more than 173. But oh, she's she's tired. I mean, we've literally... She's been a good girl. We've beat the piss out of that car from day one we bought it, every year since then, at the event, and we haven't done nothing. Literally, the only thing I've changed is, I think we did a couple wheel studs, um... Yeah, you told me that you broke a few on them. We did a timing belt just for preventative, and then you know, obviously the consumables, brakes and tires. The yeah. car, the car was since day one, has been on Toyo RRs. Yeah, and we, you know, it's just that's what we chose to use. That's what Mark ran back then, and we just stuck with it until now. I changed it up a little bit. But yeah, everything's changing. Figuring that out. Yeah, but the story with the car, since it's all three of us, is we all picked a portion of the car to kind of fuck with. I guess I got the hood. <laughs> Jack got one fender and my buddy Jared got another fender. Mm-hmm. So the sticker bomb fender was Jared's idea. I painted something dumb on the hood. Like it said water tuners and like I tried to do some flames. It ended up being so bad I sanded it off. So now the hood's just like a bunch of sanding marks yeah. down to yellow <laughs> and like it just looks like nothing. And we just Fuck put it. a sticker on it. And then Jack did a caution stripe mm-hmm. on the fender, but he put that fender into a pole. I was about to say, I've never seen that one. That's why it's white. Yeah. <laughs> he put that fender in a pole illegally driving the car in there. Allegedly, oh, you were telling me on the that. street, like a dumbass. Allegedly, allegedly, and we don't condone any of that activity. Allegedly, was swerving at like fifty miles an hour, trying to warm up the tires for some ungodly reason, and <laughs> lost control. We're going to the gas station. Lost, Let's warm them up. <laughs> lost control and took out a neighbor's street sign, mm-hmm. and now we have a white fender on the front. Gives a character. And then we took the Acura badge off, and we put a Mustang badge on it that spins. So oh, it's kind of yeah, funny. Like, if you're spins. behind it, it catches the wind and, like, it spins. It's like yeah. a spinner. So that's why we call it the Mustang. It mm. was called Bumblebee for its whole life until I don't even know who put the Mustang badge on it. It just one day it has a. Yeah, I was going to ask Mustang you that. Badge. Did you do that? I, was I did like, not. What the hell did that even come from? <laughs> I did not put the Mustang badge on, and I know Jared definitely didn't put the Mustang badge on. It may have been Jack, or it could have just been a passerby. I don't know. But it's, Somebody just randomly put it on there. <laughs> yeah, it's on there. It could have been Aaron because he used to have a Mustang. Okay. So maybe he's like, hey, I'm going to mark my territory. I like it. It's got to stay there now. Yeah, no. So that's the story of the Mustang. So that car is, like I said, it's been around a long time. It's not a competitive GLTC car, but it lets me me have fun. It It is a fun. fun. I got to drive it because I blew my distributor out randomly just driving into into the pits. So he let me drive it, and the car is fun. It's just it's set up well. It's well done. I mean, it's not the fastest car or anything like that, but how it handles throughout the turns and like coming out of them and everything like that yeah. it's fucking great for, for what it is when and what i've been able to do with it i feel like it's pretty good yeah um i mean literally the case ports that are on that car came off of jared's eg so they were used when we got them and like i said we built in 2011 so <laughs> it's just case ports they're not like it's anything just off the shelf you know no PSC or anything or, like that no yeah. i mean PSC is kind of off the shelf too, but this is another level. Like this, is, dude, they're old, they're tired. I mean, go look at any video or picture I post of that car, and it's like 
dude, the suspension is so saggy. But flex. Sometimes I feel like a softer. I feel like sometimes people over stiffen their car because they think that's better. Yeah, I'm. I don't really know too much about it, but from what I've been feeling, at least in my car, I think my shit was a little stiffer than what I was expecting it to be because those coilovers were kind of used that yeah. I got from Andy. Well, and it's got a heavy spring on it from Circle Truck. Yeah, and I thought that it was going to be have a little bit more forgiving than that, so mine was catching me. I was My rear end was coming around me a lot, and then I got in yours, and it felt like it really hugged it a lot better yeah. coming in. So a softer car, a, a setup correctly softer car should have more grip than a setup stiffer car i guess you'd say yeah um because of you know weight transfer being right now if mm-hmm. they're too soft and the thing's saggy and body rolling everywhere yeah, it's just gonna go and obviously that's not right or if it's too stiff and it can't even like flex into a turn you're never gonna be able to get any grip yeah. so you got to find that medium and we've just been able to find what works with those blown up coilers so <laughs> those good case boards yeah yeah no so like I said, the car does grip. I, I don't, I never once for the power level that I'm at felt like the car, no, didn't have the grip it needed. I can take the corners, probably faster than I even am. Like I'm 100 percent comfortable, and like I'm kind of like holding myself back sometimes because I'm like, will the car take it? And I'm like, yeah. But when I get in GLTC mode, I'm like, okay, the car's gonna take it. It'll be fine. Let's go. Come on, baby. I mean, that first GLTC race I did was, it was awesome. It's fucking wild. Yeah. It was wild for us to even see it, just how every like starting and all how many guys were out there. It was like Jesus. And it's kind of cool knowing like, hey, your buddy's in that race. You know, you yep. get to see like even when I'm not racing, and like the one time my car was fucked up and I watched Andy do, I'm like, oh, that's sick. He's out there. You mm-hmm. know, even though he was you know, towards the back, I don't. Yeah. It's just fun to see that. It's a good you time. Know, you know, friends or like even the people at the top, like you can kind of relate to them. Like, yeah. In the end of the day, we're all friends at the every, track, so everyone's cool too. Yeah. I, I I never met anybody even that raced in GLTC because we'd even go around and talk to some people, and yeah. they were all cool as shit. They were yeah. just normal people out there racing, having a good time. I mean, as far as prep goes for the weekend, what we have to do. I mean, my car, like I said, is pretty set up. Some things that I changed since the first GLTC race. So the first one, I was out on Toyo RRs mm-hmm. two twenty five. Um, now we went to a Hoosier, a straight, yeah. a straight Hoosier on a wider rim. And the car has a lot more grip, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, even though now people are talking about going back on tires, getting off of Hoosiers for GLTC. Really? Going to a 200 treadwear to try and keep it more cost-effective because Hoosiers aren't cheap. No. Um, and the guys up front are buying, you know, $2,000 worth of tires a race or every other race or whatever. You know, it's... Those are deep pockets, bro. I, won't, I mean, a year. I mean, 2000 a year in tires, but still. That's, that's still deep pockets. Lot, that's still a lot of money for a race that you do not win any money. Yeah. You don't win money in GLTC. No. So it's just it's just for fun. But anyways, getting off track as usual. But our the yeah. prep work I need to do to the car is I'm going to align it again. Okay. I'm actually, the car's never been corner balanced. Are you serious? <laughs> it's funny. Like everyone else's cars I build are all like corner balanced nice and everything. And mine's yeah. like a piece of shit that I just <laughs> fucking throw in the trailer and say, let's go party. Well. So, but actually I give a shit now. So. I want to corner balance it for GLTC. So I'm going to corner balance and try a little bit more aggressive of alignment. Mm -hmm. Normally, normally our street alignments, not our street, but our street slash track alignments is what I run on my own car. Yeah. Just because I like that high speed stability. Yeah. But I'm going to kind of throw a caution to the wind and going to try and try something new, send it a little bit more aggressive of an alignment. Worst case is I just change it at the track. Yeah. But I mean, it wouldn't be that it's not that difficult to do. Yeah. I mean, my goal is to pick up another 10, another 10 spots from where i finished last time and that would be sick but that would be awesome i don't think that's gonna happen i'm gonna try you, know, you gotta ha- you gotta I have hopes. a high goal I hope so. so 
you know if i can but it's gonna be tough because the best finish i believe i had was 32nd mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I, that's what you were talking about i think when i first started uh, it was 52 or some shit like that and then and then you had that opening that you were talking about earlier yeah but then people people broke down or whatever mm-hmm. I, whatever i think i ended up 30 something and my goal was to finish top 40 yeah so now my goal is to finish sub 30 so if i i want to finish i don't care if it's 29 and three quarters Let's get, let's get some points. Yeah, get oh, some points. Let's I don't think I'm top nineteen. <laughs> I don't think yeah. next year. So we can t- we can talk about that if you want about my plans for my next build towards the end. Yeah, yeah. I am bringing on new JLC car, but this time it's just going to be alignment. I already got the new tires. Um, I might put on the intake that comes out the front bumper because we did pick up a little bit on the dyno with that. So well, it depends on the weather too. Well, the power to weight um, for JLTC is twelve to one, I believe. Okay. So when you have to figure out the calculations and all the shit, I don't have arrow. I don't have anything in a car. So I'm negative. Like my car realistically could have 203 horsepower for the, how much it weighs. Yeah. Um, and I'm at 173. So I can You're swing well for here. the moon. I'm, I'm yeah. well above anything. And honestly, they're not going to say anything to me. Unless you're in the top points, yeah, they're not gonna be like, "Can I have your dyno sheet?" I'll be like, "Sure, dude." And I'll get my dyno sheet for forty third place. Yeah. Like, yeah, they want to keep it real. So I mean, obviously, they don't want people cheating. Well, they do like, like the that. top top three after the race have to go away, yeah. away the cars, and go to the dyno stuff. And stuff so yeah, Adam, Adam, and the rest of the team at Grid Life do a really good job with the series, and mm-hmm. I've raced a lot of series. My only input that I wish that they would do, um, maybe I can bring it up to Adam, but at, it's hard to tell someone else like. Hey, your baby, but you should change it. Yeah. But I personally think it would be awesome if they did it more like circle track. So they should do an A main and a B main. That would be cool. That and would that, be really that cool. That would be way, to me, it would be way cool. It's cool as fuck seeing 50-something cars mm-hmm. and being a part of that. I'm fine with it. Like, yeah. hey, you don't want to change it, but it gives the guys at the back a little bit more hope. So yeah. if you do an A main, right, which is top 30 yeah, or 25, because generally we have 50-something racers. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of split it in the middle... Yeah. Hey, you're an A main, you're an B main. Now you got the person that's normally going to finish 26th is now racing for first in a and B then, main. And then that uh, gives that person that was racing for 40th a chance to possibly get a top 10. Yeah. But the only thing I could see with that is people having issues because, A, I'm in 25 or 26. I could have been past everybody and get the 19. I could have had these points. Right. So, you know, it would yeah, be, that would be tough. It'd be hard to discuss how the points would be divvied out. I think that would be the only issue that. Well, would come I think, that. I think if they didn't have points for B main, well, that's the whole thing. So like, you'd have to race to get into a main. Okay. That, that's what I mean. So yeah. like, so here's the weekend. Everyone qualifies, right? No, that makes sense. Um, say, even if you qualify shitty, you have to race to get into a main. Yeah. So a main should have, you know, say they get, you know, everyone, what do we do? Four races a weekend. Uh-huh. So just run B main first. So hey, yeah, you, we're gonna run B main in the very beginning of the day. This is where you're qualified. Top five can push Here up to A main, B main, and then top even top ten. Yeah, push take, up the take A main. top ten in A main or whatever from B main, from and B then then depending on how many cars there is, and then let the B guys just race their race mm-hmm. because that's gonna be honestly that that of that race in the B main is kind of like what we did at West Michigan Honda Meet, our little secret battle that we had. That shit was awesome. Yeah, and that's the gonna that's the B main people is gonna be like me. Yeah, like our car that I have now mm-hmm. would be awesome for the B main. You know, we'd be yeah. we'd be out there having fun, and so then we don't care to race with the the top know, the, dogs the, the, at that the top point. guys that are, and also it would be better for them because they're not gonna be having to deal with lap traffic. Mm-hmm. 
and shit like that. It's going to be a safer race. There's going to be less cars. Yeah. So even if B main, you know, obviously you got to race your way into A main. You get an A main, and dude, if you get 25th in A main, that's still a, a hell of a goal. Yeah. I made it to A main. Like yeah. when we do a circle exactly. track racing, you were in B main. Mm-hmm. You were fucking doing everything you could to get that extra fifth that spot to bump into yeah. A main. And you missed it, but it gave you like hope. Oh, yeah. fuck, I almost made it to A main. Even yep. when you race RC cars. Yeah, exactly. There's an A main, there's a B main. Yep. I want to get in the A main. Or I thought it was cool. Hey, I won B main today. That was cool. You know, even though I didn't, it's not cool like to be the best of yeah. the worst, but yeah. it's still. It's still something, especially when you're exactly. starting off and stuff like that, too, because there's always going to be a lot of people that there are a lot of people in the GLTC that you can tell are kind of like us or like yeah, you guys. Just homies. Yeah. want to have fun. You just, know? And then there's those people that are at the top like that are on just look like serious. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know Eric Cattell for shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even know him on Facebook. We're not friends. I don't know him at all. But he looks like every time I see him, it's like laser focus. I ain't got a smile on my face. I'm racing GLTC. Yeah. When you see me, it's just like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. I'm just, I don't care. I'm going to be towards the back and have fun. Yeah. And kudos to him because he's a beast and mm-hmm. he's, you know, but that he's got to stay laser focused because if he doesn't, the guy right behind him is just going to scoop right in and, yeah. you know, pass him. And Take that. Like we were saying, those points are so close when it comes right. into those top guys. Like those guys that. are all, you know, mm-hmm. they all got to be serious and they all got to take the shit. Like, but the B main people, like, that's where the party is, and that's where I feel like it's I fun. Like the, I like, I the like party. that stuff. You I know, like the party. next year is going to be different. I'm mm-hmm. going to try and swing for the fences. So. Yeah, let's let's dive into that a little bit. What are you thinking about for next year here? Well, Grimace, my EK, as everyone knows, is like the highest mileage built motor known to man. <laughs> um, she just won't give up. She has over seventy thousand miles on a Turbo B series that I built in 2010. I've tried to kill it; it won't die. Um, <laughs> it was a drag car. It went 1070 multiple times only a street driven car you know whatever it, it beat my eg yeah it 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 has claimed a lot of victims in its day i mean it's mm-hmm. not by any means it's not as fast as you know you like had some a, of the drag cars out here or my other drag car but you it's had 100 100 less horsepower than me too and i just bogged yeah. <laughs> i just had the car dialed in right so i knew yep. every time i go to the track it's gonna go 10 something and i'm gonna go home and it's gonna be fine and mm-hmm. i'm not blowing up transmissions and doing all this shit and the only the thing i've ever stuff. had was overheating problems if i drive it for too long and that is solved. What was that? Kind of. Just the way that my radiator and downpipe and intercooler are, it doesn't get enough flow with the grill that I have. Okay. So when I took the grill out at um, Gingerman, mm-hmm. it actually made a full session without overheating. So anyways, when it wasn't a time attack car, I changed it. Or it was a drag car. I got bored with drag racing for so many years. I changed to a time attack car. And then I was going to run time attack. It just, time attack isn't for me. It's just not. Not two what I laps like. and off basically it's, yeah, it's just not what I like to do so the car is the motor is for sale if someone else wants to try and kill it but I'm only selling it as like Everything. a drop in swap like okay. literally I'm pulling it out of my EK with motor mounts and engine harness and all the shit that I don't need anymore radiator cool, like everything mm-hmm. and it's going in someone else's car if they want to buy it or I'm going to put it in the side for a rainy day yeah but it's going to go K swap I'm going to do K24, the typical combination that you see in most GLTCs. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a K24 out of a TSX. I already have the motor. Um, I have 0506 RSX transmission. You already got the trans? I have everything. Fuck, dude. Um, with LSD. You got the LSD? Yeah. Um, How much you pay for that? Enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been looking for one. I yeah. haven't been able to find it. Wave track sell for seven ninety. Obviously, me being a shop, I get a discount. But, yeah. Um, Did you buy the LSD separate, and you're just gonna put? Yeah, it in I there? bought it brand new. Okay. I bought the I bought the motor 
So I actually bought six K-swaps this, this month and last month. Are they, are they all for builds? or do they're, you have- they're all spoken for for other customers. Um, but anytime I see a K-swap for sale on you know, Facebook or Marketplace or whatever, I just say bring it to Rose Racing because I'm going to buy it. We'll talk about adding that onto my, <laughs> onto my list. <laughs> it's just because like, dude, these motors are getting harder to find. Yeah, I need a K24 the, myself. So. The transmissions are getting harder to find. The wiring harnesses are getting harder to find. So when mm-hmm. someone's selling it for, I mean, if someone's asking some stupid amount, I'm not gonna, which most I'm not of gonna them buy have been lately. But the six that I bought have been good. So I bought I bought three full swaps because customers need them. Yeah. So they asked me just to find them, yeah. and I just find them. You know, I don't mark them up. I just I see them online for sale. If they're good, I buy them. You know, I take the gamble for the customer. Unfortunately, because yeah. if the motor shit, he's gonna be like, well, I bought it from you. Well, I bought it from some dude on Facebook. That's kind of how it goes. So that's, that's on me. But I don't, like I said, I don't mark it up. Yeah. I just try to, you know, just facilitate the order. But, yeah, I have purchased one for myself. Also, we buy our engine from JDM um, in Franklin Park, JDM mm-hmm. Engines. Their K24s just went up to 1000 Fuck, really? From 850 yeah. So I bought four of them for customers last week, and I had to buy four. I mean, as a shop, you know, you try to get a deal, but those guys over there, they can't really give you a deal. Yeah. Um, they try to do what they can, but you know, being being uh, a shop is like it's tough for mm-hmm. trying to get deals because I want to make a dollar, but it's kind of hard. Yeah, as far as the customer side goes, mm-hmm. with trying to you know get everything together. I want to get them a fair level. price too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to give them a fair price. So yeah, their engines went up to a thousand over there. So we bought all the customers because I have an RSX here in the shop right now that needs to get done. Um, EM2 that needs to get done. Um, we're building a secret sleeper car for a customer that needs to get done. Um, and, oh, there's another secret car that I can't talk about that is getting K-swapped. And then there's also another RSX. So, yeah, we got a lot of builds. but mm-hmm. So I bought one for myself. So, yeah, my car is going to be K24. Uh, just straight TSX swap because, obviously, the power-to-weight ratio for JLTC. Yeah. But my EK already has the, the wing. That's what I'm saying. You keep your same suspension and everything with it? It has PICs. Oh, it has PICs? Yeah. Okay. Brand new. I'd never oh, yeah, yeah. You got those drove, last year, right? Only, well, last time I drove the car. I didn't drive it last year, but whatever it The was, year before yeah. that, yeah. Um, yeah, so everything's pretty much brand new on that car and ready to go. So literally, I just had to put a motor in it. And uh, unfortunately, I have to cut the cage out. And redo everything? It just because I'm going to a, do a full cage for GLTC, the way that I have the cage in it now was more drag race. Mm-hmm. So it was my very first cage, and I'm sad because yeah. I have to cut it out. And actually, my uh, my wife bought it for me for like my birthday or Christmas. Oh, really? It was just a pre bent cage. Yeah, but I put it in, and yeah, so I'm gonna cut it out. I don't know, make make maybe make a jungle gym for my daughter or something out of it. Yeah, so. Do something. You'll keep it. You'll figure something out to do with Whatever. it. So yeah, that car is just gonna be a it's gonna be a mix. I'm gonna do some transmission stuff inside of the transmission that I bought to kind of mm-hmm. mix some things up that hopefully will be better for JLTC for me. Um, you know, I'm going to do a couple little different things and, you know, Mikey's going to work his magic on the dyno. Like we're usual. Gonna, like usual. Yeah, we're going to try some different things to just get the power to weight right and then obviously you know I already have Hoosiers and mm-hmm. whatever. If they change the tire, I'll buy a different tire. But Figure something out. Yeah, the tires aren't really a big deal. But yeah, the the car's plan is to go into JLTC. But I'm going to, I don't know, I'm kind of like, I want to keep it street looking, kind of like Andy's Jill's yeah. car. So mine's gonna have a headliner. You're gonna have the headliner. I'm gonna have door, <laughs> you know, door cards and shit. Yeah. The driver door, I'm gonna make, um, 
the way I'm going to make the door bars, I'm going to make them work with a door panel. Okay. But I still want it for safety. I want it farther away from me. So I more you care about safety it, than uh, looks, but I also want the car to kind of like, I don't, I just don't think I want to build like a full blown race car for that car. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I want to build one of those, but all my cars, I kind of want to be like, if I want to take it to the street and drive it, I can take it on the street. It's going to be yeah. full glass. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I don't care about the little bit of weight. I'll just, the you plexi know. and all that crap. Yeah. I mean, just for me, it's just, it's, I'd rather not have a number one car and mm-hmm. be able to, on the weekend, turn the key and go to the grocery store if I want. Well, like you were saying, you don't get paid for that. Right. Like, if, if you were getting paid for it, then well, yeah, maybe we talk build about a, it. If I'm going to build a race car, that's for a yeah, series that, mm-hmm. like you said, you make money and stuff is different. But for, for what we do, I want my car to just show other people, hey, you can, you can compete, you know, top 10, top 15, and still have a, you know, a car yeah. that you can go have track days with. So that's kind of what I've been thinking about for my setup. So I've been sitting out in my garage looking at my car <laughs> the last couple of weeks. and Having a Bud Light. Yeah, a couple of Bud Lights, a little bit of Tito's, whichever, whatever. Anyways, um, I'm thinking that because I know you're going to redo the cage on that, mm-hmm. um, we should set it up some way to where it's like not GLTC, but can be put into a GLTC, won't be too hard. Is yeah. do you think that's possible? Everything's possible for the right amount of money. <laughs> well, it's we you should just know. make it GLTC because I'd rather just have it as GLTC to be honest with you. It just sucks because like if you do a full cage, the driving on the street is scary. You know, you hit your head. Like I said, all those customers are always like, oh, I'm gonna street drive my ten point cage. I'm like, that's well, something we're gonna have to just figure out. Yeah. I, I should probably buy the K series first. Extra padding. Yeah. They got they got noodles. I'll find me a noodle. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll get an actual SFI safe padding so that you know. we'll do something good with it. All right, but looks like we kind of went over everything as usual. If you want to get a hold of us on any type of social media, Facebook, Instagram, you can go on the website rodsracing.com, get a hold of us there. Um, Google Podcasts is where this will be going. And then if you guys, again, have any other questions that you're kind of just wondering, you can always give the call, the shop a call and just see how it's going. Um, we will be out at Midwest Fest uh, 7, September 9th through the 12th. So if everybody wants to kind of come out there, if you can get tickets, just keep that on your calendar and come out and see us. We'll have merch. We'll have all that good stuff for everybody if they want to come buy anything. Um, that's all I got, man. How about- yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you can obviously find Roads Racing at 610 Bennett. We're mm-hmm. here Monday through Friday. Good old Elk Grove. Yep. Saturdays, call first. <laughs> Unlikely I'm going to be here. Please call um, first. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want you to waste your drive. I, like I said, I don't, I don't do much Saturdays, so we're not. We're only open if I really need to be. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, you know, for customers that can only make it on Saturday, if you call me ahead of time, maybe we can work something out. But mm-hmm. you can follow, yeah, our Instagram all shit. And hopefully we're going to have YouTube up and going soon. We're still working on that, obviously. Yeah, it's, that's a kind of a bigger leap than I was expecting to be yeah, honest, honest with you. That's a it's going to be a big one, and it's going to be tough. But yeah, we're ha- we got some cool content. Um, we got some cool builds coming in the shop, but um, we forgot that we still have to do our fucking questions. Oh, or should we save them for next week? If you want to run through the questions, ah, we can. It, let's just do we're it. run through the questions. We're only at an hour and six. So ah, that's shit. easy for these. Easy peasy. Let me uh, open up the questions. Before we jump into that, also remember that um, spots are limited when it comes down to getting in for any type of work right now. They try to fit you in as much as possible, but if there's any big builds going on, plan on being a couple 
to not even six to even six months out before they can actually get you in to try to get going. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, we've been like I said, we've been backed up, but um, I hired another guy. So we're only six months out on cages. Everything else, we're pretty good. So we got two okay. bi- we got two big builds right now. Um, after that, it's really you know uh, hiring the other guy really is helping us and yeah. we have another one that's going to be starting full time yeah and we're going to do another podcast where we kind of jump back into it as well too since it's been about a month or so since we've done the other one about yeah, yeah. roads racing yeah we'll do another update on the roads where the hell is yeah and this? we need to work on getting my car in here at some point i'm gonna have to put that on the schedule <laughs> <laughs> you need to put your car cover back on because that shit is soaked it, is it is it flying off uh, i stuffed it back in there i just was too lazy to put it on well i took everything else off it so not that big a deal yeah it's that's a circle track car that's fine let me just pull up these questions here i know i know we had one about the one of them was super good question too really it was oh it's right here got it so uh, someone asked a podcast um, should you have different tires for the track or the street or is there a good tire for both he's talking road course I um, mean the I think there's a good I think there's many good options for for, both. for doing both as long as you're obviously not driving the car in the winter but the R triple eights I feel like I had that on my case swap and I drove levels on the street even with the rain they were I had no issues with it. Yeah. So an R triple eight is a very good tire for a beginner. Yeah. Um, someone that doesn't overheat the shit out of the tire, that doesn't like, you know, beat the crap out of it. I've driven on R triple eights. Obviously, my wife's car was on R triple eights. They do get slick. After a while, they do get greasy. Mm-hmm. On the street, they're terrible in the rain. They mine was not. It was really not that bad. It, I dude, mean, I wasn't so out there bad. trying to beat the hell out of it or anything. Yeah, but just imagine having to stop like in a, in. A, not on a roast on a on a racetrack. Oh, okay. I'm saying like on the street. You know, the street isn't as nice of a, you know, pavement. There's gravel. It's mixing. It's gross. The R triple suck in the rain and on the street. In the in the rain on the racetrack, you can manage them. They're not. Great, I did it. But I did it on both. I gave yeah. her hell on both. Yeah. I, I guess I did slide a little bit, but that was just something I was kind of used to. Yeah, and you're so it. fresh, so you didn't really even no kind of know what to really expect on that. But for me, I think a good tire for dry conditions and both street and um, track is the Nankang. Okay. Um, the RA1 mm-hmm. for if you're looking in like a Civic size, which he, he has a Civic, so I'm assuming that's probably what he wants. So that, but also the new Falcon tires. Okay. Um, the RT660 is a good tire from Falcon. Um, they have a 615 as well. It's like a step up from the 660, but the 660 is a lot of people have been okay. going with that. So there's tons of options. So any pretty much any 200 treadwear tire is going to be a good street slash track when you start to get into the 100 treadwear the 80 treadwear and down like my wife's car is now on a um toyo rr mm-hmm. and i'm like fuck now i can't drive that car to work because i don't want to drive those you know to fuck the, them up yeah and fuck them up it's just not realistic. not worth it yeah, it's just not worth it because like it's a race tire mm-hmm. like why would i yeah ruin know? those yeah i don't want to fuck it up so I think that was the only question we had. If I forgot it, we'll add the next one to the No, we went through. I know Conrad some, said something about the DA, but we had we already oh, yeah, we're gonna, that. Yeah, we're going to have a story on the DA in one of the podcasts that. when we actually get the motor back in. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a video. We're going to have to do some type of video. I got, most of, the, back I got in, most of the equipment. It's just figuring out all the editing stuff. I, yeah. That's just fucking... We'll make it happen for you guys. We'll get it hopefully, all going. Hopefully this podcast was a good one to listen to, kind of get you guys up to date of 
you know, obviously the drag racing stuff, you know, is kind of light this year just because of COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the GLTC stuff, I mean, if anyone's interested in, like, a race series, that's the one to follow. It's super cool. It's a hopefully, lot of fun. Hopefully some of you guys can actually come out and, you know, watch me race. September 9th through the 12th. Let's make it happen. Yeah, Get your butts out there. Come by. But we're going to be getting out of here again. All social media, RoadToRacing.com. Call us if you need anything. That's it. Hope you guys have a good night. Later. See you.